Well, welcome to Musings of an Extrovert. My name is Darvin Muentes, the resident extrovert, and uh, I am coming back after about a month of a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, thank you guys if you are still listening. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. I love you guys, uh, and I hope you guys find the content that I bring interesting. So I will be bringing some really fun things. One uh, thing that I've been thinking about is I'm probably going to grab a bunch of pizzas from all over Hampton Roads and do a pizza rating episode. So stay on the lookout for that. Until then, I will be having a bunch of financial uh, podcasts going up. And the first one is one of my favorites today. I'm actually going to be talking about the HSA. So before we get into it, please like, subscribe, go ahead and leave a comment and just let people know about the podcast. Uh, share it with your friends and let them know that I am putting up content and that's it's fun, engaging, uh, and yeah. So let's go ahead and jump in. So if you don't know what an HSA is, HSAs are called health savings accounts. That's what HSA stands for. Uh, HSAs are really, really cool account. Uh, they're a cool place that you can put money into. Uh, and I have my trusty friend Fidelity.com to help me just explain some things to you. Um, so if you don't know what an HSA is, that's okay. You'll know enough so you can then go talk with a financial advisor and see if it's something that fits into your plan uh, by the end of this video. Now, before we continue on, just remember, none of this is financial advice. I am just sharing knowledge with you about what things are, what financial uh, vehicles and financial structures are. Um, I am not a CPA. I'm not a CFP. I'm not any of those things. I'm not a fiduciary. So I cannot give you any financial advice, but I would love for you to learn about finance and learn about the different things that are out there that you can be using to grow your wealth and your life. So please use this information to go and have further conversations with a fiduciary with someone who will be looking in your best interest and looking at all of your financial landscape and help you make the proper decisions. Um, so let's go ahead and jump in. What is an HSA? So the IRS, everyone's best friend. The IRS, they have a bunch of rules. They have a bunch of tax rules. Uh, and in our world, where we are quickly running out of Social Security, where the government has put into place some different rules uh, to allow for us to grow our own retirement money so that way we can retire someday in the future without having to fully rely on the Social Security net, which may not very well be. By the time I retire, I might get like 10 bucks a month versus, you know, someone right now retiring getting 2,500 bucks a month. 
you know, so I'm not bitter about it. Not at all. Okay, I'm a little bitter about it, but not that much because I think that I will likely have way more than 2,500 bucks a month because of the work that we are doing using things like our HSA. So what is your HSA? I talked about the IRS. They make a bunch of rules and they have some things put into place to help people invest. And one of those rules is the HSA. The HSA is a health savings account. So it's just like it sounds. You can use it for your medical expenses. Now, a health savings account can only be used in conjunction with a high deductible plan. Now, high deductible plans, these are not like, you know, $1,000 to $2,000, which would actually be a low deductible plan. Uh, These are deductible plans that, you know, in your medical, your health insurance, it's like $5,000 deductible. So out of pocket, you have to pay $5,000 before your insurance kicks in and starts taking up some of the load. Now, you might say, oh, that's weird. I wouldn't want to do that. Give me my co-pays. Well, yes, it all depends on your financial situation. Some people might need a co-pay plan because they just have many, many regular medical expenses. And an HSA just doesn't make any sense because they they can't actually use it in its full capacity and its full benefit. And that's okay. You know, some some people can't do that. But for those who can, an HSA makes a lot of sense. Now, I am of the opinion that an HSA should be available regardless of a high deductible or a low deductible plan. Um, But I doubt insurance companies will ever give that up. And I doubt that the government would ever give that up, too. So that said, what are you going to do? You have to settle for the high deductible plan. Um, Now... For those of you who don't have a ton of medical expenses, aren't constantly using a bunch of cash uh, to cover medical expenses, then the HSA might be a really great, great option because the HSA allows you to put money away for later medical expenses. And not only that, it allows you to put money away and invest that money so you can actually deploy your army of dollar bills out into the world to make more money for you on your behalf. And the best part about it is that it all can happen tax-free. So the HSA, what is it? Okay, so it's a tax-advantaged savings account. Obviously, tax-advantaged, I say that because I said it was tax-free. So tax-advantaged savings accounts that you can use for qualified medical expenses tax-free tax advantaged pretty much everywhere on the scale it is tax advantaged and what why is that cool so you you have five dollars five dollar foot long all right so you have five bucks that you decide to put into your hsa you're on the high deductible plan you put five bucks into your hsa then you know this is an outrageous sum so this wouldn't actually be uh but let's say you got ten dollars after a year of having it in the HSA. You invested it in a great fund that gave you a 100% return, which doesn't happen, y'all. I wish. That'd be awesome. But it doesn't happen. Um, 
you put that five bucks in and then at the end of the year you had 10 bucks in the account of growth now let's say that you stubbed your toe and you needed to go to the doctor and they charged you five bucks for it well you being smart putting money in your hsa letting it grow you put five bucks into your hsa didn't you and not only that you made money on your five bucks so instead of five you had ten now that ten bucks now you're going to use five of that and pay for that medical expense that stub toe now you paid five bucks you still have five bucks in your account and guess what the entire time when you put that five bucks in those five dollars out of maybe your you know twenty thousand dollar income those five dollars were tax free so now you're only paying tax on nineteen thousand nine hundred and ninety five dollars and now you have five bucks that went and made you five more dollars so that five dollars extra usually would be taxed in a normal investment account you'd have to pay either long-term capital gains tax on it which would be 15 or 20 percent or you would pay income taxes on it depending on the length of time you held the tax or held the actual investment that's pretty cool that's pretty cool the hsa lets you grow your money tax free and then you can use it tax free for qualified medical expenses so that's one of the really cool benefits of the hsa if you really want to grow your money you can put it into an hsa never use any of the money in there and just put it into investments and let it grow 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 and if you were to be a unicorn and you were to decide to use your hsa and put in the maximum contribution limit which is a for 2022 for a family it was seven thousand three hundred dollars and in 2022 for an individual it was three thousand six hundred and fifty bucks let me tell you something from age 25 to age 65 40 years if you put three thousand six hundred and fifty dollars away for 40 years assuming a eight to ten percent return which is about the average of the stock market you would be a millionaire if you put that away every single year consistently for that amount of time so it's pretty cool that's about 300 dollars a month for a 40 40 years if you're 20 to age 65 that's 45 years i guess uh you'd probably have somewhere near a million dollars in your hsa account which would be incredible because when you're old guess what you can be sick a lot you have weaker bones hips break a little easier you uh you might not be able to run as far and you might try to run and then all of a sudden the toe breaks you know like there's so many things that can happen when you're older you just you're not the same anymore as you were when you were young but an HSA can help balance that out because you won't have to worry about any of the, med and the the expenses that you have to pay. All you have to worry about is getting better and maybe going and sipping some milk to help grow those bones a little bit stronger in your old age. I know I will be drinking milk because 
I like Fairlife. Do you guys like Fairlife? It's a good, it's pretty good milk. Um, anyways, so HSAs can help you in your old age by providing finances for that particular thing, for your health and all of the medical expenses that come along with health issues in your old age. Now, I think uh, Fidelity estimates that someone will need at least $360,000 in retirement for their medical expenses. So that's a lot. And if you have a couple, that goes up to 720000 because if you double that, 360 times two is 720. So I know my 360s and 720s, all of you uh, skateboard nerds out there, not that you're a nerd, I'm a nerd. Y'all are actually kind of cool because you guys can do tricks. I can't. So, you know, uh, so if you want to have finances for your retirement to help with your medical needs, this is a great way to do it. Now, what is another cool thing about your HSAs? So your HSAs, you can deduct from your taxes. So this is the first part of the tax-free advantages of the HSA. You make $90,000 a year. Let's say you decided to put in the full $7,300. Now, your taxable income for the year is no longer 90000 but 82700 I did that math real quick in my head. 82700 that's now your taxable income versus if you wouldn't have put that money in there, if you might have put that in a taxable account, you would have been taxed on your full $90,000. So that's a great benefit. For those of you who don't want to pay as many, as many taxes now, maybe you're in a higher tax bracket, you don't want to pay as much taxes, you can use that as a tax-advantaged way to save money. And then you have the benefit of you can use that money at any time between now and your retirement for qualified medical expenses. Now, you can do that. Uh, what is another cool thing about your HSAs? Well, your employers can make contributions to your HSAs. So your employer might decide, hey, if you put $500 into your HSA, we will match you at 50%. And we'll put $250. So now all you had to do is put in 500 bucks and then they put in another 250. So now you have $750 in your HSA. One, that's a 100% return on the 250 bucks that you put in first. And then that extra 500 you know, you're making 50% return on that $500 that you put in. Uh, but dollar for dollar, you've made a 100% return on the first $250 that you put in there. That is an awesome return. This is like the only place in the market where you get 100% returns is when your employer matches you and a certain amount that you put in. This is just like when your employer says, hey, if you put 4% of your uh your income into your retirement account, we will match it at 4%. So that means you're getting 8% for the price of four. That's sham wow right there. That's amazing. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, so HSAs are super cool in that regard. Um, 
then you can also invest the money. So we talked a little bit about this already, but you can put that money into mutual funds. If your HSA provider allows you to put it in more things than that, then surely you can invest it in other things, but most of them are gonna have mutual funds. So we personally have health equity. Health equity is one of the bigger uh, HSA providers out there, but Fidelity has their own HSA product and you can invest in Fidelity funds. And I think it's super cool because you can put money into the stock market and let it grow grow, 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 grow. And so then when you're old and you got a lot of hair in your nose and your ears, you can get them plucked by a professional for free, tax free. That's how cool the HSA is. Uh, you can really make some moolah in the market and use a HSA to get tax free returns on your investments. So not only did you get a 100% return from your employer, but you also got all of the returns minus the fees that they charge for your investments, the mutual fund fees and whatnot, but you got 100% of the returns. Because in the real world, when you go into a taxable account and you put money in, you put five bucks in, you get $2 back, that's seven bucks. Yay, we're so excited. But then you realize, you have the fees. So out of that two bucks, they charged you 10 cents. Now you only got $1.90. But then here comes Uncle Sam and he's like, yo, I like that $1.90 you got. I'm going to take 90 cents of it. And then you're left with $1. $1 added onto the $5 that you invested versus with an HSA, it's only that 10 cents that's taken away. You get $1.90. So that is the beauty of the HSA because Uncle Sam can't put their greedy paws in. They can't take the greedy paws out either. And you can use it on any qualified medical expenses until you're 65. Here is a really, really cool part about it. So most of you probably know about 401ks. You've probably heard the term 401k. You might not be investing in your 401k, which is sad. You're making me very sad. But even if you're not, here's an encouragement to do something like that. Talk to a financial expert and have them advise you on how to do it. But 401ks are a great place. They're actually where most millionaires become millionaires is in their 401k. Uh, and that's actually a statistical fact. Go see the Ramsey study on it. Uh, and if you look at financial advisors studying millionaires, a lot of them are coming out with some of the same results. Uh, most people become millionaires and cross the millionaire mark in their 401ks and in a paid for home. So that said, your HSA is something that will eventually become similar to your 401k. So in your 401k today, you put money in, you put that five bucks in, you go from, you know, if you make a $10 income, you put two bucks into the account. Now you only have an $8 income in the eyes of Uncle Sam today. But Uncle Sam is sneaky and greedy. He wants his money. When you retire, age 59 and a half rolls around, you're like, yeah, I got a million bucks in my retirement account. Well, Uncle Sam is like, I need the money. I need the money now. So... That's a 401k. You put money in now 
tax deferred. But then in retirement, whatever money you pull out, Uncle Sam is going to take a little portion of that because they're going to charge you your income taxes at that point. Uh, well, an HSA is actually somewhat similar. So if you like your 401k and you want to have money for your medical expenses that you can use now, the HSA is a great option. But let's say you don't have a ton of medical expenses and you have a bunch of extra cash. You want to put it in somewhere where it would be useful for you in the short term for medical expenses at some point. The HSA is a place where you could do that. And then in your retirement, it's basically a secondary 401k because Uncle Sam will only charge you the income taxes on whatever you pull out of your HSA in retirement when you're 65 years old. I think that's the cutoff. Uh, so when you're 65, you can pull something out for a non-qualified medical expense. It doesn't have to be for medicine. I could put pull $10,000 to buy a new guitar and Uncle Sam would just come and say, hey, I need about $1,000 of that and then I have $9,000 left and then I have to go back to the HSA and pull a little bit more out because you know, Uncle Sam took my $10,000 for my guitar. I really wanted that $10,000 guitar. Uncle Sam. Anyway, HSAs are awesome in that regard. You can have money now for medical expenses, in the future for medical expenses, and then in the future, you don't have all the taxes and penalties that come with pulling out for non-qualified medical expenses after age 65. Now, before age 65, Here's a word of caution. Do not use your HSA to buy a $10,000 guitar before you're 65. No go. Not before you're 65. Before you're 65, it has to be qualified medical expenses. And here's why. If you pull it out, you are going to have penalties, hardcore penalties, which would totally eat into all of the returns you made in your HSA and basically negate all the work you did in putting that money in the HSA. So if you think you wanna use that money for something else, here's just a word of caution. Don't put it in the HSA, keep it out of the HSA. Only put what you think you might need for medical expenses and what you might need in the future because you might be saving it for the future. You can have your different strategies on how you wanna use your HSA, but just make sure you're thinking about the money that I'm putting in is for medical expenses and nothing else before I'm 65. So that's my word of caution. Uh, but one day you could use it to buy a $10,000 guitar. Now that's cool. Um, so HSAs, uh, you can also use them uh, in conjunction with an FSA. If you know what an FSA is, an FSA is a flexible spending account. Flexible spending accounts though, they're kind of like oxymoronic. Now, uh, this isn't an FSA episode, so I'm not going to share all the things about it. Obviously, you can tell I'm not the biggest fan of flexible spending accounts, but they do have their place at some point in a financial picture. I don't, I'm not in that point in my financial picture, so they have no use for me, but they might have use for you in the future. So in another video, another video sometime later on, I will explain what FSAs are. Are, but you can use HSAs with an FSA. So let's say you make $150,000 a year 
and you've already maxed out your 401k, you've already, or your Roth 401k, you've already maxed out your HSA, and now you're still making a ton of money and you don't really need all of it, so you have like $20,000 that you can't use on anything else. I don't know the max limit of FSAs, so let's just say you have like $5,000 that you can't use on anything else, you don't really need it for anything else, but you don't wanna pay taxes on that $5,000, while the FSA is a great place to put it, because you can use that money instead of your HSA money on any of your medical expenses in that year. So you put it in there and then you can use it to buy glasses, you can use it to get dental work done, you can use it for qualified medical expenses, uh, and you wouldn't have to pay taxes on that. So it's a cool account for those who are in a great spot uh, financially and have a lot of means in their income. It could be a really great benefit to you. So. HSAs, bottom line, super cool account. If it fits into your financial picture, talk with someone in your financial world uh, and have them give you their fiduciary advice on whether or not you should do it. Uh, so that's what an HSA is. We hope that it helps you uh, learn a little bit more today. And uh, I hope that you like this episode. You subscribe and you go ahead and visit my website, wentesco.com. Uh, and yeah, I hope you have a wonderful day.